This weekend our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This weekend our collective heads This weekend our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm here giving you the gaming news like we do every single week. Kevin's still having some uh, some technical difficulties, so he will be joining us hopefully uh, next week. But here we are with the first episode of the the new year. If you're watching this uh, on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, you may get it early. We'll see. Obviously, if you check us out live every Sunday morning, you'll be able to hang out with us and listen to the news as early as you can. Uh, what we do here is give you the gaming news uh, and kind of tell you what's important and why it's important and give you some context some others might not ca catch, uh, as well as some corrections that other people are misinterpreting. We'll get to that later because there's a big one for this week. Um, we're going to start off this week, though. We're going to talk about the PlayStation Plus games because if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you get some free games this month, like you do every month, starting out with Deus Ex, which uh, this is Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided, and uh, got some decent reviews. Um, there were some controversy in regards to microtransactions, but we don't have to really worry about that because we're getting the game for free if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Uh, we also get Telltale's Batman series, which uh, this is season one. Um, I really enjoyed... Uh, their take on Batman. It is different. It is not your regular Batman, but I liked it. I like the story-based uh, um, game like this. I like the difference in the way you can play Batman versus playing Bruce Wayne and different ways you can play each side of the coin. Uh, we also got Uncanny Valley uh, on PlayStation, uh, sorry, on uh, PS4 and cross-buy for PS Vita, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't know a lot about this game. It looks interesting and retro, but very dark, so I'm happy about that. Um, also, another game I don't know much about, Psychopath Mandatory Happiness. Um, again, don't know much about this game. It looks... I mean, I love the uh, you know anime graphic style, so I believe this one is a graphic novel. I may be completely wrong on that, so uh, we'll find out soon when we review all of these games. Uh, we also got Sacred 3 for PlayStation 3. Um, it's a game that I meant to play for a long time and didn't get a chance to. Now I'll be playing and reviewing. All of these we'll be reviewing for you in the Gold Plus Roundup where we review every PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold uh, game. Uh, we also got the Book of Unwritten Tales, which, uh, unlike its horrible name, a Book of Unwritten Tales, it's actually supposed to be a pretty decent game, pretty decent ratings. Uh, in regards to Metacritic and everything. Uh, and then uh, on the PlayStation VR side, because they're trying to give out a little bit more VR uh, for your for those who have VR, uh, Starblood Arena, which, it, you know, looks on... Obviously, it's Arena, so it's on, um, online, multiplayer. It looks like a combination between Overwatch and Descent, the, PC, the old PC game. Maybe that's just me showing my age, but... I don't know. It looks it looks fun to me. Um, some interesting ones picked here. Um, I would say they're not all winners, but some interesting ones. Uh, On to the actual news. Uh, PlayStation. If you're a PlayStation uh, Four owner, you may have noticed some 
ads popping up, suggested ads, and you think, well, I don't own Destiny 2, but Destiny 2 popped up on there, and it's really a, just an ad for Destiny 2. Well, you can actually turn that off if you go over to your automatic download section on your PlayStation 4 and turn off featured content. Just wanted to give you that PSA uh, because it's annoying. I don't want ads for featured content. I will buy content. Uh, personally, I, I keep up to date enough with gaming and gaming news. And if you're listening to this and watching this, you do too. So I don't need PlayStation to tell me what they're recommending or what they're featuring because they're just trying to make money. Don't need it. So turn that off if you're annoyed by it like I was. Go do that and, uh, and enjoy. On to some more... Um, PlayStation news, uh, unfortunately, or sorry, the first half of this show is going to be a little bit more PlayStation heavy, but uh, Bloodborne had some recent bosses discovered for through the Chalice Dungeons that people didn't think existed, and thanks to some, uh, some hackers, they've actually been able to uh, uncover these bosses and let people play as the, uh, play, it's not play as them, sorry, let people play these bo uh, against these bosses. Um, as well as unlocking yet another one. So I got a, some footage from some YouTubers here. Uh, I was unable to uh, to do this myself, but um, it's amazing to me when you see the community do something like this and really get together to you know, figure out these hidden these hidden bosses. To me, some of it may be a little bit cheating because, um, well the hacking portion is at least, but the legit finding the boss a year and a half after the game came out is is really cool to me, over a year and a half after the after Bloodborne came out. And we're still finding new content on there, which is really cool. The chalices, uh, I think, really appeal to that kind of thing. So it's really cool to see something like that still active. Um, on to the Nintendo side of the house, we got some news recently that the uh, Nintendo Switch um, console, sorry, the Nintendo Switch cartridges the 64 gig cartridges are being delayed. They said it was going to be the end of 2018. It sounds like it's going to be 2019. Now, a lot of people uh, are worried about this. People were commenting about how horrible it is that they can't get a 64 gig cartridge. Now, I'm sure part of this is cost, part of this is supply and demand, but there's a big, uh, a big uh, part of this that people aren't understanding. People, everyone is saying. This is showing that Nintendo, this is going to be the downfall of the Nintendo Switch because these third-party games aren't going to be able to uh, be put onto the Nintendo Switch because the size of these um, games is, is too big, can't be put on a Switch, so that's going to be, cause a problem. It's only going to cause a problem if developers don't know what they're doing. And here's why I say that. Call of Duty World War II, the latest Call of Duty game, was on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and those discs are 50 gigs. So everyone keeps saying these games are 50 gig. Remember, the the Nintendo Switch is not a 4K console. It's 720, can do 1080, but knowing that, it doesn't have to have the high-res textures. A game uh, like Call of so Call of Duty, for for example, if you get that on your PC without the 4K textures or anything like that, it's 11 gig. So that's considerably smaller than a 20 than a uh, 32 gig cartridge. Um, the download, the digital download for Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, was 13 gig. 
That game is huge. So that shows that you can make an amazing, giant game with so much to do without having to resort to anything like that. I've got Skyrim on my Switch, and it's been it's been great. I don't. I'll have to look and see if there's an additional download because if there was, I don't remember it prompting. I played that thing as soon as I got it. I didn't have an internet connection then, and I was playing the game, so obviously it had to work. Um, I played that as soon as I moved into my new house. That was the first night that I had in the new house. Didn't even have internet connection set up yet. Put it in my Switch and played that for, for a couple hours. If you can put Skyrim on this game, if you can put Legend of Zelda on this on this console on a cartridge without requiring an additional download, then I think you're fine. I think I was reading somewhere that uh, Mario Odyssey was... I want to say it was 8 or 10 gig. Again, large game. Then the Switch doesn't need the high-res textures, so you don't have to go with the 50 to 70 gig uh, file size. If World War II, Call of Duty World War II, only took up 11 gigs, I think the Nintendo Switch is okay. I think there's a lot of developers who are going to be upset because they can't um, put their game on there because they've bloated the game. And that's really what this boils down to. We're now dealing with, with a, an industry and a bunch of programmers who don't care about space anymore. It used to be you had to do that. You had to worry about, if you're putting a game onto a cartridge back in the day, you had to really cons uh, limit the amount of space. You're putting a, a game back onto a, onto a CD before DVDs. You had to really limit what was on there. You had to put a game onto a DVD. Now you've got a lot more space to, to work with. The developers can work around this. I don't think it's that big of a deal for Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch is going to continue to sell, and developers are going to find ways to put their con their content on the Nintendo Switch. The uh, yeah, the size isn't really going to going to matter as much on there as uh, as a lot of people are thinking. Let me know in the comments if you disagree with that, um, and let me know if I'm wrong. Like I said, uh, you're looking at AAA games without the 4K textures, without that. I think that most of them can be put onto uh, onto a Switch um, cartridge. There are additional ones other like the um, 2K18 and everything that needed a uh, additional memory card. I think we're in a, uh, a, a day and age like that though. If you get the Xbox One X and you want to play 4K, you better get an additional hard drive because one terabyte is not going to do it. And that's what they come with is one terabyte. So honestly, I say. It's a, it's a day and age where you have you need a memory card, you need an additional one, and I and unfortunately that's the world that we live in with the amount of space that we that we're given. Honestly, just get a memory card. They're not hard. You don't have to create a get a priority. Uh, sorry, a proprietary one like PlayStation Vita. Um, you can just get a regular one. Um, anyways. On to more somber news than that. Um, swatting has been a really big problem uh, for the gaming and online gaming community. If you don't know what swatting is, it's when you call in when you, because you're angry or and grieving about a uh, person online who said something bad or caused you to lose a match or I don't know won the match and you were irritated about it. When someone calls a uh, the police with a threat saying they have a hostage situation or a bomb threat or whatever uh, and gets the SWAT team to come in. And unfortunately, uh, the a recent incident uh, killed a 28-year-old uh, during the prank. Um, trying to bring up the article now because I had it up and it didn't pull up. Um, I had it up and it closed. I apologize. But um, 
yeah, there was a 28-year-old man was shot and killed by uh, Wichita police when uh, there was a reported hostage situation. And this is really unfortunate that someone is using police resources. Someone's lying and, and causing something like this. And in this case, putting someone in huge danger for doing it. Now, if you dig into the full story on it, two players were, were playing... Um, Essentially, one of like basically someone contacted a, a person who is known for swatting people and got them to swat them, uh, swat this other person for them. They called in a fake hostage situation for them. Uh, the person who uh, was responsible for calling put up a tweet saying, I didn't get anyone killed because I didn't discharge a weapon, and being a SWAT member isn't my profession. Well, you got someone killed what your actions caused the death of an individual, of an innocent person. And I'm sorry, but that's horrible. And you are responsible for the death. Thankfully, um, they did find out who it was. It was a 25-year-old uh, who was arrested, and he was in Los Angeles. Um, so thankfully, they have gone after the, the person. I, I don't know if this is the person who did the swatting or if it's the person who requested it because this is an interesting story of someone asking someone else to swat for them again interesting scenario that we haven't ran into as much um anything like this before that i've seen um maybe i just haven't dug into swatting that much but it's it's horrible to to have something like this happen and i'm hoping that i'm hoping it becomes a thing of the past but it probably won't for a while Welcome to the topic of the episode show, or totes as we call it. It's the weekly show where we give you a topic to discuss amongst yourselves and with us, and then we talk about it on the show. It's the viewer uh, feedback section where you don't have to complain about us. You get to talk about something productive and, and constructive. And in this case, we want to talk about the uh, 2017 year in gaming and what 20, how you spent your 2017. Um, I think that a lot of people, um, for a lot of people, 2017 was an interesting year. I think it was, you know, I think Overwatch has become a huge, you know, it continues to become to be a huge game throughout the year, and I think 2017 was probably also the, uh, a big year for PUBG. I know it was a big year for PUBG. Um, I think a lot of people will remember 2017 by that. Um, I know Owen's been playing that, and some others. Um, Chris White in the comments uh, mentioned uh, open world sums it up nicely: Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and Assassin's Creed. Which I completely agree. I think that. To me, that really sums up that sums up the year for me. Uh, the amount of open world games and actually really good open world games that were very different um, summed up the year in regards to to my playing as well. Um, I think that I played a little bit more uh, Hearthstone this year than last year, but the open world gaming um, I think has has shown it's here to stay. And you can have different styles of open world gaming, different genres within the genre, where you have uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is the 
futuristic post-apocalyptic dinosaur robot dinosaur game which is just amazing and then you have something like mario odyssey an open world uh family geared mario game with these over-the-top cartoony characters and you know zany fun to, to be had and then you have other games like assassin's creed origins uh with its deep rich history of the world uh of, of uh, egypt and being able to explore real places around that uh and then having other games like the shadow shadow of war um the lord of the rings the uh sorry sequel to shadow of mordor lord of the rings open world game i think that it shows that there that open world is open world is the genre right now where a few years ago First-person shooters were the genre, and a few years before that, I think that MMOs were the genre because people were trying to become the next World of Warcraft. And I don't think that that uh, open world necessarily is trying to bank on anything. I don't think that it's they're, they're specifically that people are trying to do it because it'll make more money. I think people are, sh- are realizing um, how you the openness and how it helps the player. Uh, play a game and really um, empathize with the world when they can really engage fully as a character Um, I think Last of Us did a similar situation which was I don't think was it's not open world because it's linear but Last of Us did it in a linear fashion where you got to really dig into a character and become that character and have them as your avatar and I think open world games like Legend of Zelda uh, will sh- uh, sh- allow players to really dig in as a character, play as a character, and learn about the world through them uh, as opposed to creating your own character like Skyrim. Skyrim, you're, you're exploring the world as your, as your avatar, who you created. And I think that these open-world games that are story-driven that do not require the player to create their own their own character i think is 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 becoming more prevalent i think that a lot of people want to create their own character and i I completely understand that um skyrim shows that i've been playing skyrim again um skyrim shows that you that a lot of people want a very 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 open world where they can play anything but i think the ones that are more profitable now are being able to tell an open world, uh, do an open world game, tell a beautiful story, but through the eyes of a specific character. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out next year. It's another example of that. An open world game where you're playing as a specific character, not creating your own. Um, Another one that I could have put on the list but didn't quite fit the bill would have been the new South Park, the Fractured Butthole game. Uh, in that case, you do play, you create your own character and you explore um, South Park. But I don't think that, I think that making it that open where you're playing yourself, while it tries to create a more of a connection to the world, I feel like it disconnects you from the world because you're then thinking about how you're playing your character and you're either min-maxing or trying to role play as a character that you've created. And I think it's easier uh, when it comes to uh, telling a story, for them to give you a character to explore the world through, and it allows them to control um, the how the actions of the character work and everything. And I know this is something that probably people can 
could debate me on. But I think this year shows that open world games that are story-based with a character that you don't create were the thing for 2017. Let me know in the comments what you think the uh, the hallmark of 2017 would be. Do you think it was PUBG? Uh, do you think Overwatch is still reigning king? Um, or queen? Or however you want to say it. Let me know in the comments what you think and who you think, what you think defines 2017 in regards to your gaming. Have fun.